This is The Braither Point. You have reached the White House official Antifa hotline. Antifa.com still goes to whitehouse.gov. But like everything else Biden, the link broke. If you are a Ukraine Nazi, illegal alien, criminal felon, terrorist, or drug trafficker, please stay on the line. For pallets of bricks, press one. Umbrellas, press two. Official-looking Capitol Police or Patriot Front Garb, press three. For all other departments, including shadow government employees, press four. And don't miss our special flying monkey zombie pox COVID direct brain injection paid for by our new tranny exempt tax carbon gun tax, press 666. If you are an American citizen, a veteran, or a Christian, just stay on the line. No one will answer, but we want you distracted when we swat you. I am uh, running a... uh... Well, that's not working. I'm a retired soldier, special agent spy, turned whistleblower, warrior. Served and sabotaged, rejected and redeemed, failed and forgiven, betrayed and saved, rejecting revenge, humbled and blessed, repurposed in redemption as chaplain, leader, teacher, and truth teller. Now, your intelligence officer, following God, leading my family, and any that choose to join on our long walk to faith and freedom. Welcome. I'm Jeff Prather, and this is the Prather Point. Welcome, everybody. Happy to be with you. Uh, got a real deep dive today. Tried to show you uh, a little uh, Patreon uh, training video, but uh, didn't work. Um, that's pretty uh, typical. Lots to cover here, but uh, I do want to catch up uh, with some comments uh, from listeners uh, because I'm kind of behind on that. So Loco Sparrow on RNA Race Religious Raphaim Reset said, great intel and info today. Uh, an important fact uh, many people aren't aware of is the dual citizen status of Jewish people in this country. How can you establish votes or appropriations aren't influenced by members of Congress and their presidential cabinet appointees of a whole dual citizenship with Israel? I have no quarrel with Jews. I don't think it's wise to have people with dual citizenship of any nation to serve in Congress. Um, and this is uh, very good, um, very good analysis. Have watched you long enough to know the statement was likely I'm not saying Putin is a good guy. Uh, great work. Uh, thanks. Aritos uh, says, uh, why would we need sleeper cell, Hamas sleeper cells in America? We control the digital money of the world. We are loaded with CIA, FBI, DEA sleeper cells compri- comprised of our own people. Uh, that's really true. Uh, somebody was asking me recently if there are Hamas sleeper cells. I'm like, I don't think there is anybody that doesn't have uh, sleeper cells uh, in America. Um, it's kind of like who discovered America, who did not discover America uh, and of course, the tribal peoples were uh, birthed here as well. Mary Ag on ambush anniversaries, Somalia to Israel, rant about women in combat units was spot on. I'm a vet and we fought as females to keep women out of combat units. It was a loss when they pushed to allow butch types to go to courses specific to combat, ranger to be specific. The push to draft and include women would be a colossal failure because cheerleaders and rugby girls are usually direct opposites. God bless you and thank you so much for your service, and that's not a cliche. <laughs> uh, thanks. Uh, very true. While there are a few individual women uh, that can perform, most women cannot simply uh, carry the ruck loads uh, or do the work of uh, men in combat. There aren't many things we do better than you, but fighting is one. Uh, VO, uh, VOH Dekit on RNA Race Religion Raphaim Reset. Nephilim, Rephaim, Gibberim, that's the genetic disposition from Noah, Joshua, Caleb, David. The genetics got watered down over time. So Rephaim, Goliath, were not as big as Nephilim, but larger than Gibberim. Well, that's really helpful. Thanks. Um, I appreciate that. That's uh, good stuff. Um, is there any way I can receive the article on Catholicism they talked about on Thursday? Yeah, it's on my Patreon. Um, uh, look it up. Um, you can do Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash Jeffrey Prather at the $5, $15, or $25 level. I was going to show you a $25 point Patriot level today, but it didn't work. Um, I'm going to show you a lot of stuff today. That may be why I have so many uh, 
uh, windows open. But anyway, um, Master Sergeant 3172 on RNA race, religion, Raphael Reset. You spoke the first that the Ukraine war was fake and showing proof. So I always come here to listen to truth. Thanks for showing up. Appreciate it. First thing you got to do is show up. It's what you'll hear if you read my book, uh, Initiation. Boys are born, men are trained. My journey with an Apache medicine man to develop emotional maturity. <clears throat> and uh, if you want to follow us on our chaplaincy, uh, you can get a free uh, handbook at info at Christchaplaincy.com. And of course, my books uh, are on JeffreyBrither.com uh, shop. I really recommend you read the initiation book uh, and then get the chaplaincy handbook um, as well. Uh, Simamabu's on ambush anniversary, Somalia to Israel. Wow, awesome show. This guy is speaking so much truth that I've heard from many other ex-militaries. Uh, yeah, that's uh, real true. Dale, Dale got up early to do that show, and I really appreciated him uh, coming in. So lots to cover today, and this is 9-11 uh, uh, to Gaza, weapons of mass deception, because whether it was the Tonkin Gulf false flag, the 9-11 false flag, uh, or Gaza's false flag, uh, it's the same old thing uh, happening. And yesterday uh, on my American Media Periscope show, I had uh, I announced the, to support the uh, buyout of American Media Periscope uh, by conservative broadcast media journal. Um, uh, Floyd Brown was on. Uh, he is the founder of Western Journal. I've had him on uh, before. Uh, and the new CEO replacing uh, the founder uh, and my old friend, John Michael Chambers, uh, Chris Edelkamp was on. And so I was going to go over, going over things with them. Uh, and it was um, kind of sad, I got to say, although I'm, I appreciate their courage for coming on with me. There are people who won't come on with me because they don't want to ask hard questions. They don't want to answer hard questions. Um, but uh, they're pretty much locked in their um their, their conventional thinking box. The conventional thinking box is all wars look like uh, World War II, kinetic wars, uh, and it'll be World War III uh, coming if it comes. Of course, I'm saying we're in World War IV. World War III was the global world war on terror. Got my service ribbon for that. And generations of war develop with culture and technology. Uh, and uh, basically, our governments, our deep states, uh, part of the global cabal, are warring on us. But it was um, kind of disappointing, although you know they were um, good guests, but they're kind of locked in that very conventional uh, box. And of course, the first rule of war is to know when you're in one so that you can know how to respond. Uh, and they do not seem to be aware of that. That is uh, sad to say. And uh, no criticism, but it's very it's very rare that people can open their perspective. So at the beginning of the show, there there was a comment saying, "Oh, I'm another session of how uh, of um, how little I know and how much I've got to learn." And I wrote back uh, just before the show, "Got to have an empty cup. Uh, an empty cup is essential, and that means you've got to let go of your paradigms, of your silos, of your of everything to be open." Uh, to the intelligence, to the information, to be able to discern. That's why at the beginning of the chaplaincy service, we stand up and do uh, opening prayer uh, and empty out so we can discern without our prejudices. Um, and so uh, speaking of that, uh, one of the first things I want to show is why I don't support the Kazarian um, theory uh, because there is no real proof of that. So I'm going to see if I can show this one, if this will work here. And again, this is also up on my Patreon as Western well Western here. Europe, because our theory says that these are the people that we now identify as Ashkenazi Jews, making Ashkenazi Jews not ethnically Middle Eastern Jews by bloodline, but Far Eastern European and Western Asian converts to Judaism, thus rendering them ineligible for any right to return to their homeland in Israel. Now, where exactly did this theory come from, and is there any validity to it? Well, historians started to speculate about this in the early 19th century, but one of the primary proponents of this theory was a white supremacist and Semitic scholar named Ernest Renan. He was a Frenchman who wrote a hugely popular book in 1863 called Life of Jesus, where he claimed that Jesus was able to purify himself of his Jewish traits and become an Aryan Christian. This was considered scholarly writing at the time. In the same book, he claimed that Judaism was foolish and illogical and that Christianity was the superior religion. 
The theory was rooted in eugenics and anti-Semitism, and those things started to fall out of favor by the 1930s when the Nazi party began using them to justify the genocide of the Jewish people in Europe. After that, the theory was referenced intermittently by scholars, but remained a largely obscure one. Then a man named Arthur Kessler wrote a book called The Thirteenth Tribe in 1976, and the theory picked up a whole new audience. Now it wasn't just something that scholars were talking about. Everyday people were taking the theory and running with it if it suited their purposes. But it had no more substantiation then than it did in Ernest Renan's day. What had changed was the reason for reiterating this theory. Instead of coming from a white supremacist who was bent on undermining the Jewish faith, this time it was being validated by a Jewish man who thought that if he could prove that most Eastern European Jews, the ancestors of modern-day Ashkenazim, were really ethnically European and not ethnically Jewish, he could get rid of anti-Semitism completely. What Kessler didn't anticipate is that his book would have the opposite effect. He essentially stoked the fires of anti-Semitism by bolstering the idea that Ashkenazi Jews had no claim to Israel and, according to some, were not a legitimate ethnic group at all. Neo-Nazis were even praising it. Kessler admitted that his evidence was scant since very little remains of the Khazar civilization. Much of the research that he referenced has been discredited by respected scholars who are experts in anthropology, etymology, and ancient civilizations. Attempting to substantiate this theory with solid archaeological, genetic, or linguistic evidence is a mere impossibility. The Khazars, whose ancient civilization fell over a thousand years ago, were a multi-ethnic polyglot society, meaning they didn't represent a single ethnicity, and they spoke a variety of languages, and there were no distinct, identifiable descendants of the Khazars. Despite the difficulty of providing any solid proof of this theory, it continues to be promoted by a small group of writers and scholars, most notably Tel Aviv University professor of history, Shlomo San, and Tel Aviv University professor of linguistics, Paul Wexler, as well as the geneticist, Aaron al -Haik. But from an anthropological standpoint, the theory doesn't really hold up, even when placed under the most basic of scrutiny. Number one, is there archaeological evidence to support the theory? Number two, does linguistic evidence support the theory? And three, is there genetic evidence to support the theory? Societies usually leave behind historical relics, documents and data that help us to understand who they were and what they value. Archaeologically, there is very little evidence to support the idea that there was a significant Jewish presence in ancient Khazaria. What we do know is that some Khazarians probably embraced Judaism, just as there were Christians and Muslims in that society. But their primary religion is thought to have been Tendraism. We know that the ruling elite may very well have converted to Judaism, but there is absolutely no evidence to suggest that those conversions were widespread. After the fall of Khazaria to the Russians in the 10th century, the next historical record of a Jewish presence in that region is in the 14th century in Western Ukraine and Belarus, where Jewish people are referred to frequently. But again, there's absolutely no historical Okay, and so uh, I think that's real important uh, to bring up. And again, you can look that up. Uh, which is why I am not going to devolve into Kassarianism. Whenever you can say you can delineate a people uh, and make them dehumanize them, uh, then it's easier to kill them, uh, to enslave them, to torture them. Uh, now, that doesn't leave off the hook by any means um, uh, Zionists uh, at all. And so before I did the show, my, my wife said, now make sure to emphasize the difference between uh, um, Torah and Talmud and Judaism and Zionism. And a lot of the research I'm showing you today is from a Karite uh, Jew who is on my headquarters staff, who has really taught me and taught us a lot about this. Um, of course, Yeshua says uh, that don't think I come to destroy the law. I come to fulfill the law. And so Torah, the Old Testament, uh, is uh, important and essential um, but Talmud was overlaid over that, just as Zionism has been overlaid uh, Judaism. That's very, very important to understand as I get into the praxis of patriot propaganda, because the praxis, the practice of what I bring about um, when I'm recommending and teaching, uh, the praxis of that turns into the typical uh, neocon Christian uh, patriotic propaganda, which is, hey, we have to support uh, Israel no matter what, which is uh, not the truth at all. And you heard uh, her mentioning there about Ukraine. Uh, my wife's uh, Jewish family is from Ukraine. Uh, Golda Meir is from Ukraine. It's called the new, uh, uh, the new Israel as well. So there was uh, this big push through our deep state psyops to fight for Ukraine, support Ukraine, even though uh, they're shutting down the churches. They're all about um, tranny drag, uh, 
there's uh, child um, trafficking going on. Uh, they are arresting priests. They're uh, taping people to uh, telephone poles. They're murdering and torturing um, uh, the eastern provinces, the Donetsk provinces, the Russians. And, of course, everybody in war does bad things. But this is the governmental policy of Ukraine. And, of course, it is Nazism and uh, bioweapon uh, terrorism, uh, essentially, as well. But that is fading uh, now they've money laundered billions of dollars there, but they've never really gotten us to be uh, up for that war. So now it's deploy to Israel, deploy for Israel, uh, pray for Israel. And of course, yes, we've got uh, carrier groups steaming over there to get involved in that uh, again. And the rascally Russians are helping Hamas attack Israel as well. It's always those Russians' uh, fault. And we've been over that many times. I'm not going to go over that again. Uh, but uh, it is important to understand that um, the 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 basis for all this uh, uh, is not the Kazarians, but is really uh, the Sabbatean uh, Rothschild uh, and Satanic uh, acts. And so I'm going to show you this and kind of walk through this. Uh, so while I'm not uh, going to um, support the Kazarian myth. And I'm certainly not going to support any myth that goes after uh, people uh, uh, completely. I will talk about uh, the truth, and, and I'm always about finding the truth. The tragedy of truth is nobody really wants to hear the truth. They want to stay in their box. So this is um, uh, the history of the Sabbatean Jews, the relationship to the Rothschild and Satanic Acts. And this goes back to 1666. Uh, when a lot of Jews and Christians thought the Messiah was going to return in the 1700s, when Kabbalah and Talmud uh, and the Lurian Kabbalah, and this goes into the Babylonian Talmud uh, as well, which Sabbatai Zevi was a follower, uh, prepared the ground for the Sabbatean movement and the messianic ideology uh, of Jews. So Jews don't believe Yeshua uh, is the Hamashiach is the Mashiach. Um, so uh, at the height of the movement of uh, Sabbatai Zevi, one million Jews followed him, mostly Ashkenazi and said Shepardim uh, Jews as well. And he led them all into practice form of Lurian Kabbalah. And people all believed that he was becoming the Messiah. He went to Jerusalem for acceptance, but the Shepardic rabbi would not accept him. They feared him. His movement was too big. Right now, uh, they haven't officially said it, but there's, there are old rabbis that are saying, oh, yeah, we've, we're talking to uh, the Messiah uh, there now as well. Uh, he went to Albania with 100 followers. Uh, they returned to Judaism. Uh, it became a secret movement. Okay, and this is the beginning of the tie-in of the deep state of the secret cults. Uh, and... Um, it was not allowed to be practiced in front of the caliphate, uh, nor in front of Christians. They even hid it from their own children. Uh, and these were Donme Jews in Turkey. Uh, they appear like Turkish Muslims, but they are Jews and are still there and have survived 250 years. Um, they are known as the wife-swapping Jews of Turkey. So this is where you start to see the Epstein stuff, the Weinstein stuff, the Ghislaine Maxwell stuff. Uh, uh, and my source, again, a Karite Jew who just follows scripture. Karite Jews are like Essenes. There were Essenes, Sadducees, uh, Pharisees, uh, and uh, the Essenes uh, just wanted Torah. And they didn't want any Talmud, and they didn't want any rabbinic interpretation because the rabbinic Talmud overlay is where you get the multiple genders, uh, marrying children, uh, just like uh, Islam. It's a mess. Um, so uh, this is uh, Sabbatai Zevi and the Kabbalah Trail. Remember, Madonna was talking about studying uh, this, and Madonna, you know, uh, is uh, a mess. So the Domei were used at a time when they needed to overthrow the uh, caliph and prepare the way for World War One and the establishment of the Jewish national homeland in Palestine. So remember, Israel is not established till after World War II. Uh, and the timeline is even before World War I. I think that's why some of my colleagues say uh, all the wars uh, are bankers' wars since maybe the revolution. I'm not there. Um, 
but uh, uh, the Sabbatean movement morphed into the Frankist movement. Jacob Frank said Sabbatea Zevi was a Messiah, and I myself am the Messiah, the manifestation of God himself, and died in 1791. Uh, but he wrote, nevertheless, the way to life is not easy, for it is the way of nihilism. So nihilism is nothing matters. This is the beginning of the, of the German and European intellectual nihilism. Uh, this is uh, Nietzsche, uh, all of that uh, crap. And destruction, it means to free oneself from all laws, convention, and religions, to adopt every conceivable attitude, and to follow one's leader step-by-step step into the abyss. Uh, so, uh, of course, so contrast this with what Yeshua says, I come not to abolish, but to fulfill the law. And uh, Frank uh, and the Sabbateans are saying no law, no rule, chaos. And, of course, the father of chaos, the father of lies is uh, Satan. Um, so Frank joined the Roman Catholic Church and said, Christ, you know, said that he had come to redeem the world from the hands of the devil, but I come to redeem it from all laws and customs that ever existed. It is my task to annihilate, destroy, demolish, so that good God can then reveal himself. Wherever tr Adam trod a city was built, wherever I trod shall be destroyed. For I come to this world to destroy and annihilate, uh, but what I build will be last forever. Mankind is engaged in war without quarter with the no good laws that are in power. And I say to you all, you must be warriors without religion, which means that they must reach re freedom under their own power and seize hold of the tree of life. Seize hold. This is totally uh, satanic. This goes right from uh, Genesis. It's uh, pretty obvious. Today, these people who built these huge fortunes uh, passed on from father to son through the principality's powers when the Nephilim uh, see the daughters uh, of man as not fair, but fit extensions and go into them from their estate, from their uh, uh, advanced um, uh, um, dimensions. Uh, and these become, and they also bring a lot of secret ancient knowledge, pre-flood uh, knowledge, uh, they become uh, active in the Masonic or organizations in Poland. Remember, we just had a, uh, a um, Nobel Prize winner who was uh, Sasha Latipova, who I spoke with the other day, outed as a Hungarian uh, counterintelligence uh, agent. Uh, and uh, Frank moves into the Bavarian Illuminati. The Rothschilds were already established in power. Um, and the Rothschilds started to trade in finance going all the way back to the early days of settlements in Khazaria. There is a Khazarian mention. Christians and Muslims didn't lend money for interest, but the Jews did. Uh, Rothschilds also made a fortune uh, on the Battle of Waterloo. Uh, the Templars, by the way, uh, are, are the original bankers there. The Kabbalah says there is no such thing as evil. And they believe that evil is in the mind of the Gentile. A lot of Jews don't believe that there's any heaven or hell uh, either. So it's just uh, follow the rules for whatever purpose. In the 1660s, Sabbatai Zev declared he was the Messiah of the Jews. More than half of them uh, believed him. Sabbatai Zevi ordered the Jews to blaspheme the Torah. That's basically what the Talmud has done. Uh, I know people are going to disagree with me on that, but um, uh, rabbis say there's a story of rabbi story says that uh uh, the rabbis have outsmarted uh, God and the Talmud is over Torah, which is uh, uh, totally uh, garbage. It's just like in synagogue where you're supposed to turn away. That's not uh, Torah truth. That's just uh, another uh, custom there. So uh, his prayer was, uh, blessed is he who permits the forbidden. Uh, and um, uh, so... Uh, Jews went through an orgy worldwide that included practices which Christians call Satanism. Yeah, this is truly, clearly Satanism. And this is the tie-in uh, to uh, Epstein, Weinstein, uh, Maxwell, uh, all of that. And this is the origins of this. And again, I'm getting this from a uh, Karite uh, Jew uh, army veteran, uh, on my uh, staff. So not Kazarianism, but Sabbateism and Frankism. Golda Meir and the, uh, and the first Zionists were Sabbatean. They came from Ukraine. So it's no, it's no coincidence this goes from Ukraine to Israel 
uh, now. Uh, and they called themselves uh, secular. Just think about Joe Biden calling himself uh, a Catholic while he's pro-abortion. Well, a, a basic doctrine, essential doctrine of the Catholic Church uh, is you can't take life. You can't kill the unborn. You can't kill uh, convicted murderers uh, as well. So uh, uh, then uh, the Jesuits come into this, and this is, um, and I don't want to turn this into a history lesson, um, but the Wahhabis come in here too. Wahhabism is where ISIS uh, comes from, the little Satan, the great Satan. Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab was a descendant of a family of Doné Jews from Turkey, followers of the infamous false messiah of Judaism, Shabbatai Zevi. This is of Ashkenazi uh, origin. So, uh, so this is very important to see where this is coming from because it ties into now uh, what is happening now and why uh, conventional neocons like uh, well-meaning Floyd Brown are like, no, we got to defend Israel. I, I think the fog of war uh, hit, uh, uh, hit the fence, uh, which, of course, is totally absurd. Uh, uh, and so it's very and there are very few um, Karite uh, Jews uh, left uh, because in Judaism, uh, they have been politicized and propagandized, as have been Christians uh, as well. Uh, uh, so. This is um, uh, on my Patreon. Uh, and at the 1936 World Zionist Conference, Chaim Wiseman said perhaps only 2 million will survive the upcoming Holocaust, but they will be ready for life in Palestine. So this is before World War II. Uh, uh, he knew a Holocaust was coming. It was planned. Uh, and uh, he said, you're the privilege, you're the few privileged to know this. Uh, and so... Uh, this is a Sabbatean Jew, um, uh, Artartu Jew. He knew Hebrew, uh, was in the Masonic lodges in uh, Turkey. Uh, and this is uh, what a lot of people talk about in depth. I don't usually talk about it that much um, because I don't want to get into a history lesson, but I do want to explain and show why we are at where we are at, because this is another weapon of mass deception. 9-11 was used uh, by the Israelis, the Mossad, to weaponize the American uh, giant empire military against their enemies. And now the same thing is happening again. Um, uh, so this is... Uh, very important to understand and grasp. There's a lot more to this. I'm not going to go into this uh, any further, uh, but uh, this is a deep dive. I'm really encouraging you to uh, take a look at and understand. Uh, and you don't even have to agree with everything I'm saying there, uh, but uh, you should be willing to look at it. And so uh, on my um, American Media Periscope show the other day, uh, uh, I, again, I was trying to explain, hey, if you guys are going to be this new uh, media, then are you going to be open to the intelligence and where the intelligence leads? I know for when I uh, learned about the Israeli art students and Mossad in 9-11, it was hard for my wife to let go. But a lot of people look at me and they like, uh, they're very impressed with my skill sets. And I've got a lot of skill sets. I've got a lot of t-shirts, that's for sure. Uh, and I'm a great teacher. I'm a great teacher because I was a great student. But those who know me personally and have trained with me a long time, what really uh, impresses them about me is my ability to let go of things and not hold on. And so that's what I said at the beginning of the show is to empty your cup. Uh, and very few people who can do that like I can uh, do that. So I've been betrayed many times. I've talked about that sometimes. I've named some of those names. Uh, but when I'm betrayed, somebody always wants, once you build it, they will come and steal it. That's what always happens. And when that happens to me, uh, I just will say, hey, you can come with me or you can stay with them. They will fall. I've seen this happen over and over. It's false. Uh, but rarely does that happen. Uh, but after that, I just simply let go of it and move on. Uh, and a lot of people are not able to uh, do that. That's very important to be able to do uh, 
so that you can then move on. And, I, and that's particularly important, uh, I think, in the, well, in the realm of spirituality in connection to God, which a lot of people uh, connect with religion. Religion um, or theology is the study of religion. Religion is not God. Religion should be a tool to God, but if it gets in the way of it, you've got to let go of that. Uh, so uh, recently I apologized to some Catholics because uh, I posted an article that wasn't as fair-minded as the video I recently posted uh, about LDS uh, showing, uh, documenting how uh, it had been falsified gently and politely to an LDS member as opposed to the Catholic doctrine, which was more of an insult and an attack. And so I uh, acknowledge, confess my sin. Somebody else said, what are you apologizing to the Catholics for? So Catholicism is really uh, has the, the basic tenets of Christianity. LDS does not. Uh, and again, you can look that up on YouTube where I'll post some of that as well. But again, you have to have fortitude. And to have fortitude, you've got to have uh, faith. Uh, but what's been happening for a long time now uh, uh, is PSYOPs. And I served in for psychological operations group. I, I know about PSYOPs. The first PSYOP begins uh, in the garden. Um, here is a uh, another uh, very important uh, PSYOP. Let me find this. Uh, there we go. Um, uh, and this just came. I've talked about this before, but this is out again. So take a look at this. We're blackmailing American politicians and public figures. And they were doing it for Israeli military intelligence. They've okay, got a former Israeli military intelligence person, a senior spy, not just a you know, run-of-the-mill spy, someone who's been in the intelligence ranks of the world for over four decades, someone who gets how this game is played, a former military intelligence asset, uh, not only an asset, I should say he was a spy handler, one of the biggest spy handlers for military intelligence. He's no longer there with them. He's, he's the real deal. Uh, his name is Ari Ben Menashe. Uh, you might recognize the name because he was a you know a big deal in Iran Contra, I would say, maybe not in the best way, but but from his arrival, uh, Pollard, Promise, all these other things that happened, Iran Contra, Israel's uh, very aggressive stance uh, on on using its, uh, its secret service around the world, uh, you know, has led some to believe that we've uh, we've reached the point of no return almost. The bottom line is this guy was the real deal operator back then. Uh, it's during that time, and we're talking about 1980, early 1980s, that he met Jeffrey Epstein. And he met Jeffrey Epstein because he was introduced to Jeffrey Epstein by Robert Maxwell. You maintain that it was your employer, Robert Maxwell, owner of the Daily Mirror. You say that he was an Israeli agent and... Uh, as was his daughter. He was not my employer. I would like to correct that. Okay. We worked together with him. And okay. uh, you say that his daughter, Ghislaine, also, though, worked for Israel. And it was Robert Maxwell who introduced Jeffrey Epstein to Ghislaine Maxwell way before the 1990s, as mainstream media is reporting. Correct. I so <laughs> I, I don't know how much more evidence you what there's the there's the Mossad spy master saying uh yeah so uh Maxwell's dad was Mossad Ghislaine his daughter is Mossad they uh hook up with uh Epstein who's not particularly bright but wants to spread his seed to modify his seed and also working on uh the uh, miniature batteries that's the whole uh change the the war on the seed and change the seed from uh, the mark, uh, the seal of God to the mark of the beast that we are moving into now very clearly. Uh, it's pretty obvious that th that's that's what's going on. Uh, but again, uh, the uh, conventional neocon patriot uh, Christians support Israel at any cost, uh, contrasted with the other crowd of, oh, every uh, Jew is a... Um, uh, a Nephilim, Nephilim demon, uh, and all changed. Uh, you know, you've got to get beyond all that. I'm urging everybody to get because this is the weapon they are using against us. Uh, again, I used to live nearby uh, the author uh, of uh, Dances with Wolves, 
And the book, I always wanted to read the book, but I could never get through the opening because it opens about talking about the Pawnee. It goes, and the Pawnee were just totally evil people. Uh, no, no group of people is totally evil. Uh, uh, there, there are, for example, uh, Muhammad, by the surahs, by his own account, was a possessed pedo. All you got to do is look it up. Um, but does that make every Muslim evil? No, not by any means. <clears throat> That's very important to understand and to grasp. Uh, but uh, the new wars are wars of religion and tribe because almost nobody ever changes their religion or tribe. Now, I have changed my religion. I was raised Catholic, uh, and now I am a, Christ, uh, a Christian or a Christ connectionist, I guess you could say. Uh, you know, go to ChristChapter.com and uh, learn more about uh, that. I've certainly been attacked for that uh, as well. Uh, and because I was adopted, I'm able to change uh, tribes. My, you know, my wonderful wife found my birth mom uh, in Comanche, Oklahoma, Indian Territory, where the Chiricahua Apache uh, the Kiowa and the Comanche were relocated. Uh, my uh, birth name is a, uh, a Comanche. Uh, my last name, my birth name, my first name was always Jeffrey, believe it or not, um, uh, is a Comanche word. There's a connection between the Comanche, the Kiowa, and the, and the Apache, particularly the Hikaria uh, or Lipan uh, Plains Apache in particular. Uh, but for me, it was easier because I started out with no birth family uh, at all. So uh, I am able to make that jump uh, easier. That's another great blessing uh, that I've had. It's kind of funny to watch this uh, spy because he's like, hey, you know, you're right. But uh, he wasn't my boss. Um, you know, I just worked with him, which is uh, pretty, pretty hilarious uh, to see there. So another uh, important um, story that's come out is Hamas practiced in plain sight, posting a video of the mock attack weeks before the border breach. So they were practicing in the open. And back in my day, when we were uh, training for counterterrorism stuff, uh, you had to go undercover and get in uh, trucks when the satellites went over and they had those timed out. Of course, now it's 24-7 Starlink. Uh, but they practiced in plain sight and they posted these videos. Um, there was a two-minute propaganda video posted to social media by Mahas on September 12th, the day after September 11th. Uh, showing fighters using explosives to blast through a replica of the border gate, a replica of the border gate, um, and then sweep it in, uh, in uh, pickup trucks, uh, and then move building by building through a full-scale reconstruction of an Israeli town. Uh, so uh, uh, to say that this is an intelligence failure or it's fog of war is simply to ignore the truth because uh, somebody's mind is fixated uh, in where they come from is got to support uh, Israel as opposed to um, uh, support Judaism and Torah, but not uh, Zionism uh, and Israel. Uh, but Revelations is saying great war in Israel. Uh, that's coming and that's coming because everyone is bringing about uh, for sure. In fact, uh, <laughs> The U.S. taxpayers helped complete the $1 billion 40-mile uh, wall uh, in Gaza in 2021 with the smart fence uh, up to 19.7 feet high, uh, festooned with uh, cameras, uh, with night vision, razor wire, seismic sensors, um, sensors that can capable of digging uh, of trenches. That's ground surveillance radar, GSRs. I know that from my military intelligence days and from my DEA border days. Um, I know the border. I know border security very well. Uh, manned guards were replaced with concrete towers topped with remote-controlled uh, machine guns, uh, and somehow is Israel, arguably the best intelligence service in the world, with these guys practicing outright. Uh, and also, Egypt has now come out and said, "Hey, we told them this was happening. This is a lot like the FBI just saying, hey, these guys are learning how to fly planes, uh, but um, not how to land them.'" Hey, don't investigate that. We are not interested in that because America's new religion is Marxism uh, and racism and environmentalism and scientism. That's what uh, the younger generation uh, is believing because you just have to believe it. You just have to have faith in that. That's, that's the new uh, Pharaoh high priest, have PhDs. That's why I don't use 
uh, my PhDs. I got a couple honorary PhDs, but I don't say Dr. Prather. Uh, I have said it on past websites, but uh, I'd rather just uh, be known by Major or Sheehan or Nantanchan or something like that. But what's the purpose of all this? <clears throat> well, just as Israel were, it was able to uh, infiltrate us through the Israeli art students, uh, CIA, uh, FBI helped bring in the Israeli art students uh, and helped uh, uh, fund and train uh, the pilots and also exercise likely their due weapons and planted explosives uh, in the towers uh, as well to then focus uh, America's enemies on Israel's enemies. Uh, that And that worked really well at going into uh, Iraq that way. Now the same thing is being done again. <laughs> and the neocons and the conventional Christians are falling for it again. Uh, and that's the sad thing I got to say about um, AMP New the new AMP News, which was American Media Periscope, uh, being bought out by a conservative broadcast uh, journal uh, in Phoenix is, even though I was laying out the evidence and explaining everything. This happens all the time, though. I got to tell you, I was in a, I do competitive intelligence only for the good guys. I was in a briefing the other day. I was explaining something to somebody. I went through the whole thing and then they went right back uh, into their uh, silo. People, it's very people, for, very hard for people to empty uh, their cup. But the other purpose of this is everybody's caught on to January 6th. They've caught on uh, to uh, what the FBI is doing. The FBI is running with the DOJ a counterinsurgency against the American people in our own country, uh, against us. Uh, and we're in a moral, legal, ethical, and nonviolent uh, resistance movement against our own country, against our own government, in our own country. Um, uh, and they're doing it. Uh, I know guys who are building, you know, secret vaults and, uh, you know, even General Flynn, he's got this big uh, vault door. It's not going to be the bad guys. It's going to be the FBI coming with a warrant. So th that is totally irrelevant. They don't understand the generation of war uh, that they're in uh, because they are fixed in their point of view. But uh, <laughs> Ray, Christopher Ray, had the FBI is like, hey, uh, we're aware that Hamas is going to have terror attacks in the United States. So uh, now the open border that has brought in all the terrorists uh, are going to be attacking. They're going to be run by the FBI. That's why there's the open border, uh, just like uh, with 9-11. Uh, and that's going to be allow for uh, more DHS, more FBI, more DOJ to become more of a police state. That's the plan here. Uh, and also send the National Guard abroad so that the National Guard can't be the state militia, which is what it should be to defend us against uh, all of these folks. Um, so it has worked for a long time. I've talked for a long time about how the FBI has about 20, 25 terrorism cases, mostly Muslim terrorist cases, and they're almost all entrapment cases. They're almost all where they find some hapless uh, Muslim American uh, teen uh, and then feed him uh, a plan, feed him um, fake explosives, give him a target, uh, point him in the right direction, and then they wrap him up and say, hey, look, we just broke a terror spot. This is exactly what happened with the Wolverines who watched Red Dawn too many times. Um, uh, and so this is just, but it's just the same thing on a bigger scale. It's very, very important to get this and to understand this uh, and to grasp this of what actually uh, is happening here. Uh, that is really crucial uh, to get. So, uh, you know, another example of this, I'll show you. Uh, this is the clip. So I'm America's intelligence officer. Now I'm a you know human spy. I'm kind of outside the box, deep dives, hard to follow. But, you know, General Flynn is the head of an entire movement via Clay Clark, very conventional uh, with Trump and everybody. Listen to this. Being beheaded and everything. But I am here to say, and I want to ask you, is there is no way. Israel may be the best intelligence group, Shin Bet, Mossad, Sayeret, in the world. I just simply do not believe that they were surprised. I, I cannot believe that. I think, and, the, and when Netanyahu says this is our 9-11, I think we've really shown elements of CIA, FBI, Israeli art students infiltrating the EA. I think this is to galvanize um, uh, more war because I don't believe there's any way that Israel was surprised. What say you? Yeah, I agree. 
I, I think that uh, there's going to have to be a huge reckoning uh, in the Netanyahu administration. Uh, I, I believe that there is a level of, of infiltration inside of his own inner circle. Um, I actually think, you know, and this is speculation, only speculation with no evidence, but but with years of experience in, uh, and having been to, to Israel a lot, I've, I've walked that ground, I've walked the fence line, uh, parts of the fence line of Gaza. Uh, I've, I've been in their bunkers, I've, I've stood on their towers, I, I know what their defense plan is there. Um, so, my, so I'm speculating uh, on what I'm about to say, but I, I actually believe that we're going to find out that there was some type of stand-down order given. Because that's the I only, agree. and I mean, I mean, a 100%, almost a stand to, like a, or not stand, sorry, not a stand to, but a, but a stand down order uh, for a period of time that allowed these guys to be able to do what they did. So there, we're, we're both there. I got my bookshelf. He's got his bookshelf. I got my love, I love me wall. Uh, my daughter says I've got an I love me building uh, at the dojo. Um, uh, just showing my credentials and he's showing his. So between the two of us, our experience, uh, it is almost a for certain uh, that completely certain uh, that they were in on this. That means that Israel uh, sacrificed their own citizens to Hamas. I'm not saying Hamas isn't bad guys. I'm not saying they didn't uh, kill uh, Israelis, although they have now walked back. Uh, the uh, baby statement, the beheaded baby statement uh, that was supposed to happen before. And of course, we saw Biden come out with that and say that. So take a listen to this. The White House has backtracked on President Biden's claims that Hamas beheaded and mutilated Israel. Okay, yeah, this is where we're getting some false violence. Now, later deleted the leader's quote, but not before it went viral. Israeli officials have now released several images of their children that have admitted that they have no proof that any of them beheaded. I never really thought that I would see and have confirmed pictures of terrorists behaving children. U.S. officials and the president have not seen pictures or confirmed such reports independently. The president based his comments about the election. He goes, as R.T. goes on to say here, that there was no confirmation. The president never saw any such things as they were claiming there. Uh, R.T. goes on into this broadcast here, and they actually speak about how that this has become something that has happened uh, over and over and over in uh, the U.S. history, including with President Donald Trump uh, talking about uh, President Bashar al-Assad gassing children in his own country, killing them. Anybody that ever looked at the work we did on that, we clearly exposed that uh, Bashar al-Assad never gassed uh, his own people there. That was actually the sarin gas was brought out of Libya under Hillary Clinton was behind that. It was smuggled into Turkey. Uh, it was Eric Erdem, the former parliament member of Turkey, that actually was able to expose that plot as long as well as the uh, great American journalist Seymour Hirsch. He exposed it. There was a woman journalist in Turkey at the time who was exposing that Erdogan never did the sarin gas on his own people. It was actually smuggled by the CIA to uh, then uh, the prime minister of Turkey, uh, Mr. So again, it's the CIA and Hillary uh, doing this. Uh, and this is very hard to understand and to grasp, to let go of this, because uh, this is where uh, Trump has been in on a lot of this uh, as well. And people don't want to hear that. They want to hear Trump as the savior uh, and Trump is the answer to uh, uh, all their problems. But it is simply uh, not the case. Now, uh, remember, uh, recently uh, I had uh, Sasha Latipova on. She's the one who really exposed me and explained to me how the DOD uh, was weaponizing uh, all of this. Uh, and, and so, you know, a lot of my good friend, John Michael Chambers, is like, no, the White Hats are in charge. It's a military uh, coup operation scheme, uh, devolutions. In fa and I'm like, hey, I've done a lot of coup. Uh, for DEA, DIA, for private companies, Coop's been around a long time. I've been all, I've been through that. I've walked people through that entire thing. Um, 
So uh, Sasha uh, has a uh, new uh, article out uh, that uh, is uh, very interesting. Uh, uh, and I will have her back on soon again, where there are four agreements between Israel and Pfizer that have been released uh, through freedom of information request from the Israeli Ministry of Health. Uh, and it shows uh, that uh, the Israeli Ministry of Health on January 17th, 2021, uh, had an Israeli Pfizer agreement. Uh, and uh, as a result of this, the, uh, the Israeli Ministry of Health admits this agreement was signed on December 1st, 2020, about five weeks earlier than it was claimed uh, before. And that was January 6th, 2021, the day before. So this proves that the Israeli Ministry of Health concealed the true date of the signing and lied about it. Uh, and that deception is important since the Israeli government relies on the FDA and EMA for approvals of medical products. Thus, the Israeli public was entirely misread by the Israeli government. Um, the uh, special exemption was granted to Pfizer by the FDA only on December 11, 2020. Uh, and the emergency use agreement by the FDA simply means we have no real evidence, uh, but you can use it. Uh, so uh, this means uh, that they were experimenting on the Israeli people as our military was experiencing experimenting on our military. And this is a bioweapon. And this is also, again, people aren't going to want to hear this because uh, I think Trump uh, has been a great respite, but Trump is covered under the PrEP Act. Uh, and therefore, he doesn't want to admit uh, that he was wrong about this. I think his the constellation, uh, his constellation staff around him convinced him, but he needs to, as I do, uh, come clean and confess and ask for forgiveness. But the Israeli Ministry of Health approved the import Pfizer mRNA injections before even the superficial FDA's issuance of the EUA. And at the same time, they agreed to give Pfizer the medical data on the effects of the substance on the Israeli population. So what does that mean? Uh, that means that the Israeli government is like the Nazis, as I just showed you earlier in the show. Uh, and um, while there were about 15,000 victims of Nazi, Nazi medical experiments in Germany, uh, there are millions now via the mRNA injections. Remember, Israel is the most jabbed country in the world. And so this is the Mossad uh, and the CIA, the deep states working together to control us. And then uh, she goes on in the article, and I want to show this. This, by the way, uh, shows Gaza and it also shows the wall and it shows uh, the, the diagrams. And she says, um, so uh, this is supposed to be a, another failure of Israeli intelligence somehow missing this, but it's supposed to be the most secure and surveilled border in the world. They just missed the breach of the super wall for 20 plus hours. Uh, and of course she is uh, right uh, again, but again, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the new conservative uh, media company uh, CEO is saying uh, fog of war. That's not fog of war. Uh, so this is very problematic. Um, uh, and this is why it's going to be important uh, for everyone to remain very independent uh, and also very modular uh, so that they can build resiliency. You can work with other groups, but if you just consolidate under one group, then you're going to be uh, compromised uh, and you're going to be controlled. That's very important uh, to understand uh, and to grasp. Also, uh, remember uh, this clip, and this is on my Patreon and on my locals, but this is uh, a former uh, IDF uh, squad leader. Uh, and, and look what he says about the border here. I know what the border patrols are. I was a squad leader for a while. I'll tell you about what happened. It was done in full cooperation. It's impossible that the IDF uh, didn't know that Shinbet did not know about this. There's no way the IDF does not react immediately or the Air Force or tanks. If we had a, a suspicion Hundreds of vehicles arrived from all sides in seconds. No way this happened without the knowledge of the IDF. I want you to listen carefully. I want to tell you, this country betrayed us back during the COVID-19 pandemic 
with these dangerous vaccinations. Now you see it more clearly. The army no longer serves us. I know it sounds hard. I know it's scary. But in my opinion, it's true. Uh, and that's exactly the same thing I'm saying about my army. Uh, now, of course, if you're uh, tribal, it's it's pretty easy. You, you've seen this stuff happen for a long time. It's much more obvious. Um, but uh, again, you have to be willing to let go uh, and learn and that uh, and grow. And, and that is beginning to happen uh, even uh, in Israel. This is a uh, recent protest of uh, Netanyahu. Uh, and I'm not sure that they're saying uh, that he was in on it. Uh, they may be coming against Hamas, but now this is going to lead to uh, all-out, uh, unrestricted uh, war against Hamas and all of the families and everyone, uh, even the innocents. Oh, and uh, that didn't work. I'll try it again. Oh well. Oh well. Didn't work. Uh, well, most of them are working today. That's that's pretty good. Um, so uh, let me see if there's something else I, I just wanted to show you a lot. So I know this is a very deep dive uh, today. I also want to mention uh, that Reiner Fulmuck uh, has been arrested um, uh, in Germany after being kidnapped uh, in Mexico because he was uh, doing his International Crimes Investigative Committee. And this is them pushing back against individuals and they're going to collect them up one at a time. Remember how I've talked about uh, after January 6th and after Brazil, everybody pushes in uh, and then they leave. They have no plan to follow up. It's not an insurrection by any means. It's just a bunch of ticked off people and then they get picked up. And that's this is what's happening too as well. Uh, there was also uh, a victim of the deceased trafficker, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, has just uh, been announced that she was killed and she had testified and she was crucial in convicting uh, Epstein. Uh, and she testified against Britain's Prince Andrew, uh, the guy who says, oh, I don't sweat. Um, and she was a former model. She was uh, off uh, drugs. She was coming around. No funeral or obituary. Her death was unreported uh, until now. West Palm Beach and uh, PD opened investigation. And they say she died of an accidental drug uh, overdose. Her mom says she was drug and alcohol free. She was coming back. Um, but of course, this is MI6. Remember, I've said MI6 went in through the vents. Uh, first time would blew the assassination uh, of Epstein, then came back and, and got him. And this is following up on them, like the same arrest uh, with uh, Reiner Fulmick as well. They are trying to pick us off. So we do need to stand together. But when we stand together, we, we cannot simply go with group think and go with the conventional uh, mindset. So uh, again, uh, security experts, this, this is a story um, that's saying security experts blamed Israel's government for Saturday's invasion because it's simply no way that they could miss all these things. I'm running out of time. Uh, and they say, of course, it's a large intelligence failure. It's not. It is planned. I hear people say this all the time. It's crazy. It's not crazy. It's engineered evil. It's manufactured malice. They are evil and they want to kill us and enslave our children and rape our children. That's what this is about. Get your head in the fight and lean in. Um, how did the tractor manage to sabotage the fence for a, a long hour uh, without anybody uh, reacting to it? This is very, very important to uh, understand this. Uh, now, Black Lives Matter is siding uh, with Hamas uh, and Russia uh, is uh, siding with Iran and the uh, $8 billion or $6 billion went from the South Korean bank to the Qatar bank. So it can be used as credit. That's all true. But again, this is, these are controlled opposition forces to continue to divide us because the race war that is supposed to happen in America is failing. See my bright on TV show on Friday about the failed race war, the race war, the real race war is in South Africa where blacks are killing white farmers. Uh, but it has really failed uh, here, it, it's working in the cities, but the feral cities are going to fall uh, anyway. Uh, so this is the deep state working both sides of the issue. And so Black Lives Matter is supporting Hamas um, and uh, Iran is supporting Hamas and Russia is supporting Hamas because it takes pressure 
off of um, the fight uh, in Ukraine because they are there's no way that they're going to put up with Nazis and bioweapons uh, in Ukraine. But again, remember, and I posted this too, uh, the Memorandum of Delegation of Authority on October 7th uh, that uh, uh, Pito Joe um, delegates to the Secretary of State the authority uh, of up to $8 billion in defense articles uh, and medical education and training to provide assistance to Israel. Uh, and then uh, 11th, 118th Congress, uh, Senate Bill 2956 on September 27th in the Senate to support the work of the United States and security coordinator to Israel and the Palestinian Authority. And I won't go through that whole uh, bill, but the sense of the Congress is security coordination between Israel and Palestinian Authority is in the national security interest of the United States. Well, I guess that's out the window. Uh, assist in reducing the need for Israeli military interventions. That's out the window uh, because it's more war. It's banker wars. It's the FBI on steroids. But the real uh, the real point of this is on the last page under Section 6, authorization of appropriations in general. There is authorized to be appropriated $75 million for each of the next five fiscal years for Israel-Palestinian Authority via the U.S. It's another money laundering scheme uh, that is uh, happening. So I could go on, uh, but I'm already running over a little bit. I won't. I'll take a quick look here uh, uh, to see if there's any um, uh, questions. Uh, but again, well, I will go, I'll go on a little bit more. So there is also a story that um, the genetic testing company 23andMe confirmed that there was a breach uh, reference, um, broadly uh, Arabic and Ashkenazi Jews uh, and so, again, that is not a coincidence uh, either. Um, uh, but uh, the government of Israel, through Netanyahu, has purchased uh, red heifers. The red heifers uh, are meant to be, they're being pampered, but then they're killed, burned, and then the ashes are used to purify people in preparation for the building of the third temple. So would they be buying red heifers if they weren't moving on this. So there is the motivation for this. I hope you can follow uh, what I'm saying here. Uh, uh, there, Because Netanyahu's government is being pushed by extremists to get the third temple. Of course, I say the third temple is being built uh, inside them um, now. But I have a more different uh, outside-the-box uh, approach. But I'm studying hard uh, revelation. So I'll take a look. Here, Basia Grace, appreciate the deep dives. Good, glad glad you do. You're not going to get them anywhere else. Um, uh, you got to protect Maxwell exactly because she's uh, she's Mossad, and so she's okay. Um, I always said Maxwell was running Epstein, not the other way around. He's dead, she's alive. Um, all these things are running in parallel. Yes, uh, very true. Um, and BB very proud of the jab, like like Trump uh, as well. Um, a president was never meant to be the sole savior. Yes, Trump is not Jesus, uh, and I'm not part of the um, Church of Trump. Uh, but waiting for Trump or Q, whoever to save us, perfect gets us around, do nothing. Yes, that is uh, very very true uh, as well. Uh, um, I guess that is, uh, if Israel wants to keep Palestinian non-combatants in a prison-like area for a year, then Israel should agree to live similarly. Well, I, one more thing I'll say is, Ethnically, genetically, there's no difference between uh, Palestinians uh, and um, Israelis. Uh, and uh, also, uh, as my wife likes to point out, all of the women of valor, all of the mothers, uh, uh, the, the classic women uh, are imports. So the whole thing goes out the window. It's the same thing if you talk to tribal folks about um, 
doing a DNA DNA analysis to see if you're tribal, like it it is irrelevant. If you go up on the White Mountain Apache Reservation or the San Carlos Apache Reservation, you know what you'll see? You'll see black, white, Chinese, Japanese, Apaches, because everybody has always intermarried. And the base was established when you sent something in and said, I'm this. Uh, So they had to say, I'm this. So the base is what people said anyway. So uh, it's never been about color. It's always been about culture. Uh, And now they are trying to divide us because the race war failed, uh, that they now are going to divide us by tribe and religion to kill each other. Those are the wars and rumors of wars. Don't fall for it. So fear not, God bless, keep the faith and hold fast. Um, We are winning. Uh, This Pfizer's stock is way down. It shouldn't be, but it is. ESG is fading. China is fading. The deep state is in trouble. This is what winning looks like. But remember, freedom is never given. It is earned, fought for, won, and taken. So take it.